Hello and welcome to The Thomas Miller Show. My name is Thomas Miller. It is a pleasure to be here with you today. Um, you can follow me on all my social medias. You can send me emails and I will put that in the description link below. Um, so let's get right into to today's show. It starts off with me going to Costco yesterday and I wanted to get some, get some steaks, you know, throw them on the grill grill them up, have some mashed potatoes, some corn, gravy, you know, a really good hearty meal. Uh, it's never failed me. That's an awesome go-to meal. Uh, <laughs> less acrylamides, um, just a good wholesome meal. Anyway, I go there and I noticed the price increase and the level of food supply that is at Costco. Now, granted, I went there on a Sunday, which usually is pretty busy. There's a lot of people getting food for the week, whatever. It's fine. It's okay. Normally, even with a lot of people, you can still find what you need. Like if you're going to get New York strips, there's plenty of New York strips ground beef, um, filet mignon, chuck roast, sirloin, you get the picture. And usually there is plenty. Well, the last couple times that I've went to Costco, I noticed that the levels of meat availability have gone down and the prices have increased. Now, I know we've been warned if you follow this show or you follow other shows or other YouTube channels, you will see, or if you pay attention to the news, you will see that they've been warning us of food shortages coming, especially in 2023. We're really going to start feeling it. Now, we're not out of the COVID yet, according to the globalist. We're still in COVID and they're still going to push this thing going. So... For reason for me to say that, they're going to say supply chains. However, this same past weekend, a young lady whose YouTube channel I do follow, really graceful, and I will put the link to her show in the comment section below, um, really brought up an in interesting fact that um, Great Britain, the UK, has just pretty much allowed GMOs, genetically modified food, to be a major part of their food chain. Follow me here. I'm going to try to go slow because there's a lot and my brain is on fire right now. It is going a thousand miles a minute because there's so many factors. Number one, I want to say this. Please stock up stock up on stuff that has long-term or uh, long-term uh, uh, food preservation that can pretty much that can stay on the shelf for a long time stock up on those stock up on your beans your rice get some flour get some sugar um, pasta stuff that can within the test of time, some canned goods. If you can get that 25 year shelf life stuff, go ahead and do that. 
If you have a freezer, go ahead and put some stuff in the freezer. Um, because it's going to get pretty bad. So anyway, like I said, my mind is going a thousand miles an hour right now. So I noticed that there's decrease of beef supply and the prices have gone up. Prime example. Last year, I vividly recall, because I go to Costco a lot, I vividly, I vividly, vividly recall that if I got four filet steaks, they were roughly right around, I would get them between $32 and $37. And it would stay that way. It stayed that way for a while. Then I noticed it started gradually going up. I went yesterday and it was $57 for four steaks. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know, let me, let, let me get a lower cut of meat and I'll look for New York's because I was really wanted to treat my family to a good meal. There was no New York steak. Huh? None. Then I started looking around. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't see any ground beef. There's no New York's. The ribeyes were priced out of the water. It was like almost $70 for four ribeyes. And the supply of the ribeyes were low. So I look at the pork. The pork is also going down as far as food supply. So I go back home and I start listening to this really graceful. And I notice that, wow, they're approving these gen genetically modified foods. Then I start doing a more of a deep dive. And I noticed that, and I noticed this last year. But I'm human and I'm like, okay, this is probably something that will pass. But this avian bird flu has been going on and it has not stopped. That's why eggs are short and the price of eggs have went up. Your poultry has gone up to now the number one producer of turkey, believe it or not, is uh, Minnesota. Minnesota? Really? Minnesota. That was my horrible Minnesota accent. But I digress. To where turkey is now on that list. We've got some um, um, grocers as well as producers of turkey saying you might want to purchase your Thanksgiving turkey now. Because if you don't purchase it now, there's a chance that it could be priced out of your comfort zone or the supply will decrease, which will price it out of your comfort zone. So you need to purchase your turkey now for Thanksgiving and put it in the deep freeze. Now, one of the major contributors of the 
um, poultry shortages, the avian bird flu, which in effect causes companies to destroy massive amounts of chicken and turkey. If one case breaks out, let's just say one case of avian flu breaks out in a poultry facility, let's say chickens, and there's 300,000 chickens in that poultry facility, they have destroyed the whole kitten caboodle. They have destroyed all the chickens. So 300,000 chickens have now been taken out of the food supply. And I heard something and I heard it through, um, I forget where I heard it. I'm going to, I'll try and find the facts. If I can find the fact to where I heard it, because, um, more preppers are telling you if you can raise chickens, do that. If you can raise six chickens, but anyway, I digress. I think it's something like one chicken can produce 1500 eggs a year. So if you figure that 300,000 chickens, now we've taken a substantial amount of eggs out of our food supply, which will do what? Drive the prices up. Now I'm going to get back to beef for a second, but while it's on my head, while it's on my brain, we're going to, I mentioned COVID-19. Now this is, this is all nefarious. And like I said, my brain's going a thousand miles an hour. So please bear with me. I can't cover everything in a, 45 minute, 35 minute show. I can only give you bits and pieces and then it's up to you to go and do your research and it's up to you to prep and prepare for what's coming because it's already here. I mean, it's not even coming. It's already here. And I mentioned COVID-19 and during COVID-19, they really pushed this vaccine. You got to get the vax. You got to get the vax. And some people didn't take it. I'm one of those. I'm one of the pariah out there. I'm one of the ones that did not because I don't succumb to fear tactics. I like to, I like to be the uh, adult thinking male that I am, whether it's wrong or not. I have the freedom to think about something and ponder it before I do it. There's very few times that you have to respond out of fear. Does it happen? Yes. You got to make a choice right now, right now, right now. That was not one of them. And the reason why I say that, because here's where the nefarious stuff starts to get in. If it wasn't already nefarious already with the avian flu, the destruction of poultry, you know, massive amounts, 300,000, 500,000. And I'll put some links to the stories about those in the description. You're going to have a lot to read and a lot to listen to after the show. But to instigate or push through the globalist agenda of controlling you, because that's what they want to do. They want to control you. They want you to be dependent upon the government and you will own nothing and you will like it. We know what's best for you. 
in the end, it's all about control. It really is. You're, they're trying to com- control us through media, through food, through um, um, you, the comforts of home. They want to control you, the cattle, the sheeple. But anyway, you may not very soon, and this is why it's important, and I'll touch on another point here. You may not have a choice of taking the vaccine. Are you ready for this? With the avian flu, they are, let me get my, let me get some facts because I did do some research. According to the New York Times, as of three weeks ago, the U.S. is considering vaccinating chickens as bird flu kills millions of them. And they're saying that this is the largest outbreak of avian flu in U.S. history, which is the reason why it's driving up prices. According to Reuters, vaccine makers prep bird flu shot for humans just in case. According to CNN, U.S. focuses on limiting the spread amid record bird flu season by vaccines vaccines now according to the university of california september 16th 2021 jules bernstein uc riverside you ready in an article that says grow and eat your own vaccines the future of vaccines may look like eating a salad. Now, I, I know we're talking about bird flu, but stay with me here. Stay with me. Don't go anywhere. The future of vaccines may look more like eating a salad than getting a shot in the arm. UC Riverside scientists are studying whether they can turn edible plants like lettuce into mRNA vaccine factories. You may not have a choice. Ideally, a single plant would produce enough mRNA vaccine to vaccinate a a single person. We are testing this approach with spinach and lettuce and have long-term goals of people growing it in their own gardens. Farmers could, could also eventually grow entire fields of it. Who has recently purchased, wait, let, let, me, let me back up. Who has reached recently stepped down from their own company, trillion dollar company, I should say, stepped down from their own trillion dollar company and is now purchasing farmland who has, who has also been an instrumental part of vaccinating other countries and is a major pusher of vaccines right here in the United States. That's Bill Gates. Bill Gates stepped down from his trillion dollar company, started buying up farmlands. 
He's getting into agriculture. He's been a major proponent of vaccines, and he has stated that. Now, with the avian flu, not only are they experimenting, experimenting with foods that you can grow, they also want to start vaccinating birds. And you are what you eat. Once they start vaccinating these birds, these chickens, these turkeys, what do you think that you're going to be eating? And, they've, and they're, they're telling you in plain sight what they're planning on doing. We're telling you, you will get your vaccine and you will like it. And there's nothing you can do about it. So if you purchase food from a supermarket and it's organic, it could be grown. This is some scary, scary stuff. So we have to be very careful. And how are we going to be careful? You're like, Thomas, this is crazy. What are we to do? Number one. And you've heard preppers say this before. If you've listened to any prepper um, broadcast, if you read any pepper, pepper, prepper um, articles, if you can, please start learning to grow. If you have the real estate, and I know that sounds like that sounds like you have to have uh, acres upon acres. If, even if you have a little backyard or you can make a little, um, you know, what do you call them? Them things, it, this, you build it and then you, uh, a, a greenhouse, <laughs> I totally forgot greenhouse. If you can make a small greenhouse or a greenhouse type structure in your backyard, if you can find some herbs, um, and you can start growing your own herbs when you control actually what you eat you're going to be way better you're going to be a step above grow beans um i'm i purchased a bunch of pinto beans because I, I like pinto beans a bunch of i bought a bunch of pinto beans and black beans and i've got rice um i bought purchased pasta but if you can grow your own beans, do that. Because these globalists, these are evil, evil people. They, they want to control you. They don't want you to know how to grow your own food. That's why they keep pushing the narrative. Don't worry, you can just order from Amazon, have your food delivered. We can take care of you. We don't, we don't even want you to think. In fact, um, I believe, um, one of the, one of the most powerful people, was it Rockefeller? Was it Rockefeller? I'm not sure. Um, one of those guys, um, Rockefeller, you know, um, I'm trying to think of the other guy. There's four of them that are just infamous 
throughout American history. But anyway, the quote was, I don't want a nation of thinkers. I want a nation of workers. That is amazing for someone to say that. So they don't want thinkers. They want people to just watch your Netflix, watch your Hulu, your YouTube, stay on TikTok, play your video games. There's nothing to see here. We've got your best interests in mind. And if you might want to think about not taking a vaccine, don't worry. You're going to eat your vaccine. This is evil stuff. There was, and let me digress for, for a moment. There's a movement in San Francisco talking about reparations. And I, I'm, I'm sticking with food, but follow me here. Talking about reparations. And currently, and I hope it, it's not going to go through because fiscally, this is just impossible. But if you, um, have slave descendants, if you're descendant from slavery, you can get $5 million, a guaranteed $97,000 a year job, and you can buy a family home for $1. This is what's going before the board or the powers that be in San Francisco. I don't, it's, it's mind boggling. There's so many problems with, with this proposal, but anyway, but that would be reparations. Originally reparations after slavery was supposed to be 40 acres and a mule. Now you're thinking 40 acres and a mule. And I'm, I'm for most of us during that are alive now, or probably thinking this, the, um, the snowflakes. The people that aren't thinkers. I'm sorry if you're one of them and I offended you. One of the entitled people. You're like, well, what is 40 acres in a meal going to do for if they offer that right now? Like, that's stupid. Why can't we just order food? We can just order. I can just have Uber Eats drop me some food right now. Like, whatever, bro. Just got to give us money because 40 acres in a meal is stupid. But that's the mentality that they want you to stay in. Don't work. Don't provide for yourself. Because let's put it to you, let's bring that concept into 2023. What if they gave you 40 acres and a Chevrolet pickup or a Ford pickup? I would rather for you give me that. Give me my 40 acres and a pickup truck if you wanted to really help out someone. Because that would give you the opportunity to provide for yourself. Give a man a fish, he eats for a meal. Teach him to fish, he eats for the rest of his life. That's not what they want you to do. 
They don't want you to provide for you, for you and your family for the rest of your life. They want you to get by meal to meal. And they'll provide you with what they want you to eat. Genetically modified food, vaccine field food, and you will like it while keeping you in front of your TV screens. Oh, look how old I am, TV screen. <laughs> keeping you in front of your smartphone, keeping you in front of your computer. Make sure that you are so consumed with TikTok that you don't even care you're being spied on and controlled because the narrative has been pushed out there so greatly and so effective that you won't think you'll just do. They want you to be weak. They want you to have nothing. They want you not to think. And that's what you have to think about. So they're going to put these vaccines into the birds under the guise of, Oh, it's, it's for your best interest. We don't want the birds to get sick. Therefore, you don't have any food because if the birds get sick, then I, we've got to destroy all of this food, which makes the prices go up and it makes the availability of, 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 of turkey slices and, and turkey burgers and your chicken breasts and your canes and your, and your Chick-fil-A and your KFC. We don't want that. We want you to have all that. So this is what we are going to do. The four or five people that actually control things that you never see pulling the strings behind the curtain. This is what we're going to do for you. We're going to make sure that you get your vaccine because we don't want you to get sick either. And we're going to vaccinate the birds for your best interest. Don't worry. Did you get your $5 million and your $97,000 a year job and your $1 in your $1 home? Yeah, do that. We don't want to give you 40 acres and an American made pickup truck so you can plow and till the land yourself, go hunting yourself, go fishing yourself, provide for yourself. Teach those, teach those skills to your kids and your grandkids and so on and so on. We don't want that. We don't want that at all. There's so many things wrong with what is going on. I, I'm telling you, like I told you before, my brain's going a thousand miles an hour right now. We're living in some very scary times. Now, I hate to be doom and gloom, but I don't want to shield you from this. If you And don't take my word for it. Don't take my word for it. Just do a little research. All this stuff is readily available. All you have to do is just scratch the surface. You don't need to do a deep dive. Just scratch the surface these globalists want to keep you 
busy with your everyday day to day with stuff that actually does not matter. It doesn't matter. They want to keep you focused on like the Kardashians. The reason why I said the Kardashians, the other day I walked into my daughter's room and she's sitting there like a blob watching the Kardashians. Now I know some of you people are going to be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what's wrong with the Kardashians? Oh my gosh. But I banned her from watching. I'm going, no, you're not watching that crap. That crap is not allowed in this house. I tell you what, come outside. We're going to set up some cans. And I'm going to show you what I used to do when I was a kid. Now, this may trigger some people, but you know what? I don't care. I don't care. It's my family. I do what I want to do. That's it. I'm a dude who was, who was raised in Oklahoma. This is what we did. And I have two BB guns. We set up some cans and we did target practicing for literally like, I kid you not, for almost two and a half hours. And she loved it. Get your family away from the stuff that's designed to keep them distracted. Teach your children something. Tonight, I'm going to teach my son and my daughter how to mend clothes, how to sew. And the reason being, because they know I know how to do it. Both of them came to me like, uh, dad. Uh, do you still sew? Like, I'm going to forget that overnight. Dad, do you still sew? Like, uh, can you sew my pants? And I responded, no, bro, but I can show you how to sew your pants, bro. So I'm going to teach them how to sew tonight. My kids aren't that dumb. But sometimes when they say things like that, that's the voice I use. You know, I use the bro voice for my son and oh my gosh, for my daughters. But anyway, they're going to learn how to sew tonight. Teach your kids a skill. Especially if you've grown up and you were lucky to have been taught by someone who loves you. And I say that because when you learn this stuff, when you were a kid, you thought it was punishment. You thought it was, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're making me do this work. But then as you grew up, you realized, wow, they actually love me because they taught me something. This is not a punishment for your kids, your children. Work is not a punishment. No excessive or anything excessive is harmful. But teaching your children how to work and teaching them how to sow, how to plant, how to harvest, how to cook, how to wash their own clothes. And I'm not talking about putting it in a washing machine and pressing a button. Teach them that too, because they need to learn that. But what happens when the washing machine breaks? Teach them how to wash their clothes. So all the stuff I've been teaching my children, I, I, I'm even going to teach them how to crochet because I was taught how to crochet by 
my grandmother, who loved me very much. And I thought it was, I'm just going to keep it 100 here. I thought it was gay. I'm like, this is so gay. Why are you teaching me how to crochet? This is gay. I didn't say gay to her. I did ask her because you had to be very careful back in those days when you, you had to, you had to word things. You had to think about it because it could be taken as you, you're, 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 you have a smart mouth and you will be holding your teeth in your hand. So you had to be very careful. But I did ask her, Nana, because that's what I called her, Nana, why are you, what's the purpose of me learning how to crochet? Well, it's very simple. You will be able to knit a sweater, knit a beanie, knit a scarf, knit some mittens. You will be able to make an afghan or a blanket. This stuff you will use to keep you warm. And who knows, you might, you might not have money, but you may have a spool of yarn and you want to give somebody a gift. There's nothing awesome than a homemade blanket for someone, a throw for someone. It actually made sense. I didn't want to admit it to her then, but it actually makes sense. These are skills. So with all this food thing, I'm going to bring it back to the food now. So with all this food stuff going on, if you can, and you're in an urban area, find a local farmer or reach out to the farm that's closest to you. Do you're gonna have to do some you're gonna have to do some work if you're in the urban area, a little bit more work than you would have to do if you were out in the plains of let's say Oklahoma or something. Because you can't just go out there and start raising chickens, um, raising goats and um, cattle and hogs or anything like that. So you have to do your research, find uh, the closest farmer and see if you can get some food shipped to you, meat products, dairy products. You can, however, grow a limited supply of, you know, uh, spices, herbs, lettuce, because lettuce is going to be hit, um, your green beans, onions, things like this, cabbages. You can grow that even in an apartment, but start learning a skill, start teaching your children, have them learn right along with you, get them from in front of the screen, understand, just take it for the bank. Just take it to the bank that if you are eating mainstream food that is produced in America and you're not producing it, you're going to be eating Stuff that is not good for you. Now, we do what we can. If we're starving, we're starving. You, you, I, I'm, I'm, but right now, take the steps to start ensuring that you and your family are will become um, food sufficient. Because they're if they're not doing it, they're going to do it. You're going to eat your vaccines. You're going to eat your genetically modified stuff. You're going to eat your clone beef, your clone chicken, because that's the next thing you're going to do with all this beef shortages and stuff. Hey, you know what, guys? I'm sorry, but it's such a chaos. Uh, this is what we're going to do. And it's 
their plans are always going to be implemented out of distress, out of fear on purpose. So if, and if this stuff, these fears and these concerns don't exist, they will make them exist. They will produce these problems in order to get their agenda across. So just know you're, you're going to be eating this stuff. If you're not eating it already, you're going to be eating fake foods. Really quick before we close, I just watched an NBC mainstream news report about how you are consuming fake spices. Prime example, turmeric. If you look at turmeric and it's like, you know, it's got this like um, yellowish orangish color that anything that's ground up and resembles that you can slap a turmeric label on it and sell it. That's fake food. Fake food is, is the clone stuff that they can actually grow in a lab. You can actually grow a chicken breast without the chicken, just the breast that can actually grow a steak. You gotta be kidding me. And then to know that they're going to be pumping this stuff and who knows what these genetically modified foods will do to you as a human, because I promise you this, the globalists aren't eating what you're eating. They are not. Their stuff is free of pesticides, free of genetically modified hormones, free of the vaccine, because that's what we give the peasants. They don't eat like we do. So do what you can. I know this was doom and gloom. I know this was like, wow, Thomas, I'm overwhelmed. Start small. Start small, start growing your herbs, the stuff that you, your parsley, your basil, your oregano, um, grow all that stuff. Then start growing other things. If you want to get into livestock, start doing that because then you know what you're raising, you know, what's in your food. I would love to have my, have my reparations. I would love to have 40 acres and a Chevy pickup. If you're going to give me something, if you are truly wanting the people of this country to succeed, give them the tools needed to succeed. Stop worrying about your freaking pronouns. Give a rat's A what your pronouns are. I don't care about your freaking safe space. I don't care about taking your stupid vaccine. I don't care about the stupid Kardashians. Give us stuff 
if you're truly I'm speaking to the government, if you're truly wanting to help the people of this country and you say, Hey, you know what? Here's five acres. Grow your own food. Free of pesticides, free of hormones, free of vaccines, free of genetically modified stuff that the scientists deem. Let me, let me, let me, the scientists do better because we're better than God. You got to question that stuff, man. But anyway, I'm rambling. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. And remember, scratch the surface. Just do a little research. Learn something. Teach your children something so they can teach their children. And so on and so on. Follow me on all my social medias. Shoot me an email, thomasmiller at thomasmillershow.com. Thank you for supporting the podcast. I do appreciate it. You can do that for $3.99 a month. And yes. I do appreciate everything you, um, everything that all the subscriptions go back into the show to help it become better. You guys take care of yourselves. I'm out of here. Bye.